Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is gonna throw us curveballs, that we're gonna doubt our greatness, our ideas and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason. And I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Coach Kelly, and today we have a very special episode and guest here that I am so incredibly excited about. We're continuing our series of meeting incredible women with stories where some include a past of incredible pain and where they've turned that into learning and growth and meaning and contribution. They are inspiring and up to incredible things. And today our guest is going to share a powerful story and you are going to be so inspired by her. I can't wait. I get goosebumps when I, when I talk to her. So I can't wait for you to meet her. Before we dive into this, it's time for listener shout outs and gratitude. As you guys know, each week we are giving our listeners a shout out and a huge thanks for sharing their reviews on the podcast. So listen in you guys and send those reviews in because you will be featured on one. This I can tell you for certain. Okay, so let's do that. Our first one today is from JB That's Who. Kelly is awesome, always insightful, well-grounded, and real. Thank you, JB That's Who. We will keep doing that. And you know what? I got to tell you, the guests that are rolling in are the same. You guys may be hearing that. So JB That's Who, thank you. Thank you for that. We're going to keep doing that. So we have Cami 7000, and Cami was just on an episode about accountability partners. That's the one where we were singing, people let me tell you a story about my best friend. Okay, you guys get to hear me sing again. That's because Cammie came up randomly. So Cammie's my accountability partner and she says, coaching and wisdom. Many people, including me, have benefited from Kelly, Kelly's coaching and wisdom. I would not be where I am today without her. Now she's out here for the masses. You're gonna wanna listen to everything she has to say. Thank you, Cammie, and everything that our fabulous guests have to say, too. I'm so excited that this podcast is an opportunity for people to help create an impact and make a difference in people's lives. So we promise to keep doing that. So thanks, you guys, for those great reviews. Okay, let's dive in and look at a leadership principle that, in my opinion, is non-negotiable in creating what you want in life. And that principle is purpose. God has a plan for us, and it is revealed in our purpose. I know purpose has been talked about a lot through the years. And so simply put, think of purpose as answering an important question, and that question is why. Sometimes you hear it as, what is my why? What's your why for? And you can just fill in the blank on that and then take it a step further. I always like to do this with my clients is take that just a step further and and ask yourself, and why is that important to you? So as an example, my purpose in this podcast 
is to create impact. And it is to assist people in taking the lead in their lives, giving them some practical tools and skills and doing that, and then having them go out and create a positive impact in their life and the lives of others. So that's my why. That's why I do this podcast. And and I trust that. I just I just trust it. And so even on days where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like it. I just get up and do it anyway. So purpose guides us towards something. And it's, it's one of the things that on days that are tough, it's going to move you to do it anyway, despite how you feel. And so if you think of purpose as a rudder on a boat, without it, we would just float around aimlessly. But with the rudder, we move in the direction we're meant to go. And the same is true with purpose. And we are here for a purpose. Okay. So the same is true. What I just said about purpose, like as a rudder, but it's, it's why we're here. Okay. It's why we're here. We're here on purpose and for a purpose. So when we have events in our life that are unimaginable, purpose will help you find meaning. It, we, we can't always understand the reason purpose will help us find meaning. And so today's guest has a powerful story of owning her story and turning it into purpose and contribution. So I just, you guys, I, I'm going to, I just, I need to stop talking because you need to hear from my friend Hope. So Hope Bagwell Reasons is here, and she is the uh, founder of Sisterhood Purses, and she's going to tell you all about it. But I had the incredible opportunity to meet Hope at a growth summit uh, with one of my besties and colleagues, Jenny. And we just kind of became like the three amigas at this summit. We just kind of kept getting together and talking and knowing each other and what we were up to. And I was always so inspired by Hope at that uh, particular growth summit where she was just like always diving in and asking for coaching and just keep, keep on going for it. Then we kept in touch and then we got to see each other again at HPX live with Brendan Burchard, who like to shout out Brendan Burchard. We just want to say hi, so much impact. Um, we love him. And so we, we were there again and it was like, yes. So I just feel like we were destined to become good friends, super fast and be able to stay in touch and, and, um, and contribute to each other. So hope is amazing. She has an amazing story and I am so excited for you to meet her. So I'm going to just do that right now. We're going to jump in. So hope, I want to welcome you to the podcast. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me on here and that beautiful introduction. Oh, you are so welcome. You're so welcome. I'm thrilled you're here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you're currently working on? I would love to do that. Uh, so I live in Tennessee. I'm a wife and a mom. My daughter is off at college learning to hopefully be a veterinarian one day. I work from home. As you mentioned, I'm the owner of Sisterhood Purses. And I'll get into this a little bit more. My background is actually in healthcare. Um, and I spent many years working on the administrative side of healthcare. And so, um, as we'll talk about getting the journey into sisterhood purses and getting into retail, it's really quite a story <laughs> for me because it just, um, 
it, it just wasn't part of what I thought my life plan was going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that happens, doesn't it? It's like you think you're on this track and then all of a sudden, nope, it's this track. It's, it's this one. So would you please share your story that eventually led you to creating Sisterhood Purses? Yes, I sure will. I'll start out by saying it was uh, a little bit hard for me. No, it was real hard to go public with my story mm-hmm. for a number of reasons. One, the impact it was going to have on my family. And also because that feeling that, okay, what happened to me was bad, but it's not really as bad as what happens to other people. And was you know, should I really try to use this? But I was encouraged and did. So my parents divorced when I was very young and I grew up with my mom primarily after that. And it was the type of childhood that really no child should ever go through. Mm-hmm. Um, same for my two older sisters. I have an older sister that's 10 years older than me. And then I had another sister that was 11 years older and she passed away when she was 21. So each of us kind of have our own story and our own ways of our lives and growing up in a very turbulent and violent household. Um, After my parents divorced, my mom, I guess the only way I can explain it is maybe like she was searching for something she could just never find. And she just had a very violent, unstable personality. There was um, a, a lot of fighting in our home, a lot of screaming. She married like 10 or 11 times. So our home was just a revolving door of men coming in and out. Um, when I was 11, I was sexually abused by one of my stepfathers that was in the home. And truly, like all throughout the years, we moved constantly. Um, I didn't stay at the same school for two years in a row until I got into high school. And it was just just constant turmoil and chaos. And so, and I want to add too, though, that because a lot of people ask, well, how did you turn out okay? And I think that has to do, one, with faith, mm-hmm. and two, that God put certain people in my life mm-hmm. along the way that, not know, realizing it at the time, but looking back, anchored me in different ways to help me get through it all. Mm-hmm. And then I do think... Um, from reading research and things like that, that um, some people just have more resiliency. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm just blessed with having that and always having the mindset of this is not going to be my life. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to change it. I'm going to go to college. I moved out the day after I graduated high school. Um, My high school years were very turbulent with my mom. Mm-hmm. And so I just basically couldn't wait to get away. And then about four years ago, I think, three, mm-hmm. four years ago, I decided to go public with my story, share about growing up in an abusive house home, 
share about being sexually abused by a stepfather, I first had to sit down and tell my family, mm-hmm. my husband, my daughter, my dad, and my sister, which was all very difficult. You, mm-hmm. n- you never want to see the hurt in them right. that of what happened to you. And of course, there's, there's the history of like guilt and shame that keeps you from telling your story. And then, you know, of course, my mom, right from the start, told me to keep my mouth shut, that I would be taken away. Mm. Um, and, and then there's that whole piece of, gosh, how's this going to impact everyone when I tell it? But I decided to start a blog. It's called My Reasons for Hope. Mm. And started blogging about it and what that's been like and about how to use that to get beyond your past and make a good future for yourself. So after we did that, um, as a side note, I'm also a doTERRA wellness advocate and have been involved with doTERRA for years and have a team. And one of my fellow wellness advocates came to me and said, hey, I heard about this project in New York And what they do is they get volunteers together. We collect purses. We collect things to put in the purses. And at Christmas, we take them to women in shelters Mm -hmm. because it's like the kids are always taken care of, but sometimes the moms just kind of get left out. And this was something for them that we could bring as Christmas gifts. And that started four years ago. We've done it now five Christmases. And it was just incredibly rewarding and successful. The women were just thrilled and grateful. And we, when we took the presents, we would, you know, sit and talk with them. Some of them were in homeless shelters. Some of them were in domestic violence shelter, in hiding. And just being able to go and talk with them share a message of love and hope and that they are beautiful and how courageous they are. Mm-hmm. And my daughter was involved with it. It was just a really great thing. So after we had done that for three or four years, three years, I guess, I had been doing a lot of prayer and meditation. Like how can I bring together my blog and wanting to get that message out along with the purses mm-hmm. and, and really get this out to more women and bring this message of hope. And I don't know why, but like a lot of my ideas come in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's you. just, a, it's yep. just a thing. Yep. I, it would not be the first or last time. I feel like we will hear this. It's same, same, same. It is. Same, it's same. crazy. Yeah. And so in the shower one morning, it just kind of pops into my head, Tom's shoes. Yeah. And I, I know what Tom's shoes is. I've never really bought a pair or anything. And I'm sitting there going, okay, why is that in my head right now? And I got to thinking about what they did and how for every pair of shoes they sell, they give a pair to a child or someone in need. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I could do that with the purses. Mm-hmm. I could sell purses so that I could turn around and use that to give more purses. And it, it seemed kind of like this crazy idea. Cause like I said, I have never done anything like that. 
and I just decided to go for it. I was working with a, a high performance coach at the time and just started researching it. Uh, got a Shopify account set mm-hmm. up, um, had got all the paperwork done to set it up as a business. And then my daughter and I just took off one week and went to Atlanta to America's Mart. Having <laughs> truly having no idea what we were doing Mm -hmm. and getting there and just walking around and looking at all the people selling purses. And we spent like three days going through every, because it was super important to me that the purses I chose also reflected me, Mm -hmm. like, and, and my personality. And since it was going to have our name on it and we did it. We went and we ordered purses and we got them up on the website and just started selling yeah. them. Incredible. Yeah. So it it's really been kind of a step-by-step, very interesting journey to get to where I am right now. Yeah. It's just... I'm t- I'm telling you I've I've heard Hope's story and I'm still like on the edge of my seat. You guys can't see us but Hope and I can see each other and I'm just like leaning in bring it bring it bring it and and because as Hope shares her story and 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 as as you said Hope it's just been within 4 years like just 4 years ago that you were ready to say okay you know I'm going to I'm going to tell some truth here that whew, is really, really, really hard. And also I am, I'm concerned how that's going to, to land, right? How's that, you know, because of course our loved ones hurt when we hurt. And so the courage that it, that it, that it took, and then even go back further, the courage that it took growing up as a child, and then just constantly saying, you know what, that's not going to be my life. That that's not my life because we can go down so many roads and 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 as you as you were growing up at a young age saying nope that's not my life that's not my life and and really leaning into everything that God was putting in front of you and listening mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure he must have dropped in Tom's shoes <laughs> Tom's shoes I don't I don't know where else it could have come I from mean, I really don't you know in you know here I am and taking a shower and I'm thinking about Tom's shoes okay yeah. just amazing it's amazing and for me to listen to you as you and you bring joy you know and there are no accidents Thank can you. I just say you're welcome there are no accidents your name is Hope Bagwell reasons. I mean, come on. And and with your blog that you created from that and and everything is just absolutely incredible. So I just, I mean, I I just I'm always in awe of you. Always in awe of you. And guess what, you guys? There's more. There's more. Because I remember when we were at HPX live and we were sitting. And I think it was at dinner and you just like, Hey, so what's been, what's been happening? And, you know, casually hope just tells, I'm not going to say, I'm gonna let hope say it, but shares a story with us. And I still to this minute get goosebumps on what I heard came next from, for her between growth summit and HPX. And by the way, that was just like a five to six month period of time, very short period of time. So hope, can you please share with our listeners, um, that story. Uh, I know you know that story. 
<laughs> yes, I would be glad to. Um, I'm going to back up a minute, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you were saying, um, talking about that determination growing yeah. up, I just have to throw this in because I do remind my husband and my daughter that my stubbornness is a good thing. Yes. Yes. My determination and how stubborn I am, it really is a good thing. Yes. Except when I'm driving them crazy with it. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Yes. So going back to growth, when we were there, one of the speakers that we heard was a lady named Emily Sexton, mm -hmm. who owns a boutique in Raleigh, North Carolina. And when she got up and was telling her story, she left the corporate world to start a retail business to sell items made by women in underdeveloped, underserved areas and had turned it like into this million dollar, you know, seven figure business. And the whole time she's talking, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this is me, like just jumping into this and having no idea, you know, making it up as I go. Mm -hmm. So after that event, I reached out to her and just sent her an email and said, hey, you know, I could, I so relate to your story. This is where I am. Can you offer me just any words of wisdom or advice? And I got a reply back from her assistant that said she would like to set up a Zoom call with you, which I was really surprised. I figured, <laughs> you know, she's very busy. She's got this business and she's a coach, but I was thrilled, you know, that yeah. I was going to get to talk with her. Yeah. So we set up this Zoom call and we're chatting and we're, we're talking about things retail and building a business. And then she says, you know what, I'm having this retreat in Nashville in January. So this is like early October. Yeah. And Nashville's right down the road from me. And I'm like, <laughs> that's fantastic. I don't even have to fly anywhere. Right. And she said, and it's designed just for women like you that are getting into this world of um, business related to supporting women and that want to eventually get into wholesale. Because what I had told the, her was that I had a very long-term goal of having a sisterhood purses line of purses that just, instead of just selling other people's purses retail, I, I, I wanted to have this line, but I knew it was way down the road. I knew nothing, nothing about how to even go about it or get started. And anyway, I signed up for her workshop. And as part of that, we had a pre-coaching session and she was teaching this workshop with another lady named Molly Stillman, who is just an awesome person and has, she has a podcast about, um, ethical fashion mm -hmm. and, um, that whole world of supporting fair wages and fair trade and things like that. And so when I went to sign up for the coaching session, I started to pick Emily since we had already talked and then I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to choose Molly. So I get a chance to know her before mm -hmm. this retreat. We get on the call and we're talking about my story and this long-term goal of having a line of purses. And she goes, hold on a minute. She said, a few months ago, I got an email from someone that makes purses and was looking for people that wanted to purchase them. Um, they wanted to make purses for people. And she said, at the time, I really didn't understand at all 
why, why they were sending me this email. She said, I, I don't know anybody that wants to make purses or, you know, design and sell purses. And so as, as I was telling her my story, she tells me about this email that she had received a few months ago from someone that makes purses and they were looking for people to make purses for and wanted to know if she knew anyone that was interested in that. And at the time she was like, no, I don't know anybody <laughs> that is making purse. Why, why did I even get this email? Yeah. And as we were talking, she said, now I know. She said, I got that email because it was supposed to be for you. She was like, hang on. She said, I didn't delete it. By some miracle, she did not delete it. Amazing. And went back and found it. And turns out it's this company in India called Saladi Enterprises. And they, it is founded by a lady named Sunelli, who is also a survivor of sexual abuse and domestic violence. Mm. And she created this company to provide jobs for other women in India because it is extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult to get a job, but even more so for women. And she forwarded me this email and the information on this company and the contact person for it, which I, I, I it just hysterical to me, but the contact person's name is Moses. <laughs> of course. Like, of course it is. Yeah. Of course this name is most because all of a sudden I've suddenly gone from this long-term goal of way down the road to having the name of yeah. someone that wants to do this. Wow. And I got, I, I started emailing with them and I, again, not a designer by trade, so I just drew my own little sketches and sent pictures of them, and we just started going back and forth, and they started creating these purses for me, and these designs made samples and sent them to me, and poof, like within, by January, I had, the end of January, 1st of February, I had samples. Amazing. It was amazing. 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 And so now, all of a sudden, after this one step after another, by late January, early February, I had samples of my own purse line with its little logo on there and could take orders from people for this signature line. I, to this day, I'm just still kind of amazed at how it all fell into place. Um, and that was earlier this year that that just all happened yeah. and got to add them to my website. And Sonelli, the owner of the company, I did a live video with her uh-huh. um, a couple of two, three months ago that's on the Sisterhood Purses Facebook page. And she is incredible. Mm-hmm. Her story also mm-hmm. and the inspiration that she can give is, is just, it's worth going to watch. Um, and, and just the fact that not only was I connected with someone who wanted to make purses, but had the same purpose of supporting women that I had. Yeah. It, I, I have no other, God just had his hand in that. There's no other way. Yeah. And the thing is, is I think that when we, 
when we trust that more is going to be revealed, you know, as we keep on going and we're just, you know, clear on our intention, just like how you had that long-term goal that suddenly now became (laughs) very short-term goal, very short-term goal. And then again, people being put in, in, in front of you and now finding a partner that has shared purpose. I mean, it truly doesn't get any better than that, you know? Just truly doesn't exactly. get any better than that. Just incredible. If you could see Hope's face and the smile that is just so bright as she shares her story, it's 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 just a beautiful thing to see. Just just saying, just saying. Oh, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I still get goosebumps when I hear that because it was like my experience of Hope is again. Um, a person to take action, you know, so let me reach out. Let me just see. And, and that's something that when we are aligned with our purpose and we're so incredibly clear and we act and we trust the process, it, it seems magical, right? It seems, but this, this is what happens. This is what happens when, when leaders get into action. So um, I just am, Ah, I'm thrilled. You guys will go see. I know I'll put, we'll put all of the information in the website and you will be blown away with what she's created. So hope I have a question. I know like that came up in, so that started in January. That's the time frame. And then I remember seeing you in February and then boom, March. Hello. Boom. Boom. Hello, <laughs> March. Right. Yes. And so we, so COVID came, which you know, and, and is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, so during this time of COVID, did you find yourself challenged at all in your business? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, there's never a good time for a pandemic, right? <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, but it, it was kind of crushing that I, I had these bags in, I was planning a launch party. I had people that were wanting to, you know, host parties for me to share mm-hmm. the bags and my story. And yeah, then it all just shut down before mm-hmm. any of that got to happen. I have kept the website going and I um, keep my social media, try to keep that fairly active. And um but of course, like with everyone, sales have really, really slowed down mm-hmm. during this time. And even in India, they were shut down mm-hmm. for a while to prevent the spread over there. Right. And so they just a few weeks ago were able to start back up okay. and, and start working again. And so now I'm just planning a push for fall. Okay. Um, you know, my, my bags are great for mm-hmm. that. I, and I still have bags from before, you know, that are just, are straight retail. The bags that I have with Sisterhood Purses, that line, they're leather, they're handmade. At this time, we can really custom make them for mm-hmm. people. I, I do have a few on hand that are for sale, um, but it, it, they're just incredible bags and um, for the quality and the leather and it, the, the, the prices I think are very reasonable too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they absolutely are. And what happens, what happens when somebody purchases a, a purse? What happens? Okay. So right now I just work from my home mm-hmm. and I have an office and storage area. And when 
they placed an order. It's mm-hmm. beautifully packaged and mm-hmm. shipped to them. And then I keep a summary, you know, of obviously of inventory sold. And then I purchase other purses wholesale mm-hmm. that are for the survivors. Mm-hmm. And people still donate items to me to put in the purses. Mm-hmm. So I get like toiletries and scarves and little notebooks and pens and anything like we would carry in our purse, lip gloss, just, you know, all kinds of different things. Yeah. And then when I get several together, I fill them up. And then I have these little cards that I had made uh-huh. that um, are just words of encouragement mm-hmm. that goes in the bag with them, telling them, you know, they are not alone, that there are women they don't even know out here cheering them on mm-hmm. to get to this next phase in life and just applauding them for their courage. And I found out it was really interesting because I used the cards at this this past Christmas as well, because mm-hmm. I don't always find out. I, I donate the purses to a local domestic violence sexual assault organization and their, their workers distribute the purses to women when they need like a little pick me up. Mm-hmm. So like if they have a job interview or they're moving into an apartment or they've got a court date or mm-hmm. they just need a little something, they're gifted one of these purses with all the goodies inside. That's nice. I love that. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it has been so well received. But at Christmas, we do get to see who gets the purses. And as they were reading the cards, several of them told me that that card meant as much, if not more than anything else that was in the purse. Wow. And so that really touched Mm -hmm. my heart Mm -hmm. and made me feel good that, you know, that that message did resonate with them. And what was fun about developing that card, I had put it out on Facebook to my friends and said, hey, if you were going to say something, to a survivor of domestic or sexual violence, what would you tell them? Mm-hmm. And I got all kinds of responses. And so I pulled pieces of that as well into ah. this card. And so it was just, it's fun. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so much fun, mm-hmm. even like designing the purses. And, and and another way God really had his hand in this is that around the time that this all happened, um, my daughter was getting ready to go off to college and my husband had been recently diagnosed with a traumatic brain injury. Mm. And it was just this very upside down time Mm -hmm. in my life and creating the purses. It was this great, like artistic outlet for me. You know, it, it was like its own little type of therapy that just fed in with everything else. And Um, It really has, it's, I feel very blessed and grateful for how it has all come about and, and even more excited about where it can still go. That's amazing. That is amazing. And I just think that, and listening to you and how resourceful you are, you get an idea and then you reach out and just look at how many other people are contributing to these women. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is truly a women empowering women and, and not even knowing, not even knowing the difference that you really are making sometimes, but being willing to, to put yourself out there in that way. I love 
love that so much. And I think that it's so important again, as you know, when we're taking the lead in our life and we're so clear on our purpose and we're in action, but to also, as you heard hope say, be, you know, resourceful, ask for help. Mm -hmm. I keep hearing that through your story. And then it just becomes fun because it all kind of comes together and, and turns into this beautiful thing. So that's amazing. That's amazing. I think, you know, I was going to ask you how you keep yourself so positive and confident, even if you don't feel like it, but I almost feel like that kind of answered (laughs) what you just said, but is there anything else? Is there anything else? Um, as a survivor myself, and it's interesting that you mentioned the reaching out for help because that was a huge step for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about being a survivor and relying on yourself that I think for a lot of us, it makes it harder yeah. to ask for help. Okay. Um, again, just another piece in this that that I, I decided to do that and it worked out remarkably well. And, um, if that's something that somebody's listening, if they struggle with that too, um, I would really, really encourage them to take that step. It mm-hmm. is, it's scary. Um, and it does take some courage to do it. And you may be disappointed a little bit at some point, but anyway, that, that is one really powerful step mm-hmm. that factored into all of this was my willingness to do that. The other thing is taking myself out of it, mm-hmm. I guess, because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I have my bad days and yeah. there are days when I'm just like, yuck, you know, right, <laughs> about right. life and things that are going on. And so I have found for me that serving others gets mm-hmm. me out of that. Mm-hmm. I set my own stuff aside and focus on others and serving others, that gets me out of my funk, basically. You know what? <laughs> and and gets me moving forward. Yeah. I've, I've got to agree with you 100%. Um, I think that when we start focusing on other people, it does doesn't mean that we're stuffing our stuff down or putting it away or this or that, but it's like, it's, it's being able to focus on someone else that then all of a sudden, <sighs> the other stuff melts away, if you will. Mm-hmm. Service is the highest form of relationship. Oh, that's, yeah, I get that. I get that about you. You've got service and a huge heart. So that makes, that makes so much sense. So I love to ask our guests, what would you tell your younger self starting out? What would you tell your younger self? So many things, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I think the, the main thing I would go back and tell myself would be own your story. You mentioned pushing things down. I spent so many years just trying to ignore what happened, suppress what happened, act like it never did, um, that I was fine and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think when I reached that point where I was like, okay, this is my story. This is you know, how it has all led up to this point. And it's time for me to use it for something good. I, and again, that's another thing that kind of keeps me going. It's like all that bad has to be for something good. Yeah. You know, I can't just let it all be bad and lie there. 
And I spent so many years focused on what I didn't want to be Mm. that it really prohibited me, prohibited me from becoming who I'm supposed to be, if that makes Mm. sense. Oh, it's like that, you know, it it was like all that focus on, I'm not going to be her. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be my mom. And even when I became a mom myself, you know, I'm not going to do this. And at the time, it seems like a logical coping technique, um, but it, it's not healthy and it's not productive. And at some point, we all need to just let that go and mm-hmm. step into who we are and where we are and run with that. That's, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I wish I had known in my younger self. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. That's really powerful. And I think it makes a hundred percent sense. And, and also speaking to who you are is, is owning that ownership. I'm going to own this and I'm, I'm going to trust that this bad in my life has got to be for good. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to let go of what's not serving me anymore. And I'm going to step into something bigger. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna contribute in that way. So that's amazing. That's that's a great message to send. I feel like we would want to just send like an entire book to our younger self, wouldn't we? (laughs) (laughs) It just seems. (laughs) It just seems, doesn't it? So what's next for you in your business? What's next? My, I guess my next two goals. One is to kind of get that momentum going again for fall. Mm -hmm. Um. The, the bags that I have created are great for fall. We've got great fall colors and to start there. Yes. Then um, I also want to start moving toward, I know like a lot of boutiques and small businesses are struggling right now. Um, but again, my next step goal is to sell wholesale to, I, I would love for these purses to be in boutiques all over the country mm. and sharing this message all over the country and being able like to give these purses to women in other communities where the bags are sold and just really scale up what I'm doing and, and getting that message out more than anything. And you know what? If anyone can do that, it's going to be you. I, I'm just saying, and you'll get it done in your time frame too. I just know, I just know it's like (laughs) you declare it and then you put it into action and you make it happen and you trust, you trust the process along the way. That's, that's great. That's great. So I definitely want to support you in your mission. And so I know there's going to be a lot of listeners that want to want to support you in that as well. So how can we support Sisterhood Purses? Well, the first thing would be to purchase a purse, um, going to the website at sisterhoodpurses.com. Um, that is one way if you have items you would like to donate to put in purses. Of course, sharing about the company on social media with your friends, I mean, word of mouth, um, sharing this podcast um, anytime. And and I think that's kind of the disconnect even with selling online Mm -hmm. is that it's harder to get your story across with that sometimes Mm -hmm. than in person and being able to like this, just 
tell my story mm-hmm. and and the purpose behind these bags and why I feel so strongly about it and why they're different mm-hmm. than other lines out there. And so really just helping me get the message out. If somebody's listening and they know a, a local shop that this would be a perfect match with. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the purses retail, all retail for under $200, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything like that mm-hmm. can, can help with this. Great. Great. So that's awesome. So you can either purchase a purse, you can send in donations, you can share word of mouth is powerful share it on your social medias. Um, yes, I, you can. Yeah. I think that's great. And mm-hmm. it is, we're, we're in some different times right now where we get to be creative. And I think that we can use the power of social media for contributing to good. And this mm-hmm. is definitely one way that we, we can do that in partnering with hope and sisterhood purses. So what I, what I'll let you all know is that we will have in the show notes, how you can get in touch with hope and hope. Is there anyone, anything you want to say right now on how they can get in touch with you? Um, of course I have contact information available through the website, um, Facebook, Instagram, there's sisterhood purses, real easy to email me. It's just hope at sisterhoodpurses.com. Um, so there's, yeah, there's lots of ways they can get in touch with me. Excellent. Excellent. And we'll put all that in the show notes as well. And, um, I, do you have any final thoughts before we, before we wrap up? You know, I, I'm just really thankful to get to be on here and share this, um, in a time where there's a lot of divisiveness and a lot of feeling disconnected I feel strongly about bringing forward a message of we're more alike than we are different. Mm -hmm. We are really connected. Everything we do has an impact on someone else, on our environment. And I would just love to see more people embrace that Mm -hmm. and start healing some of the the issues politically and COVID and that has torn people apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just, we've just got to figure out a way to bring it all back together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is, it is that time to stand and stand mm-hmm. for equality and stand for coming back together. And I agree with you. So I love that you shared that shared that with our listeners. We'll we'll stand together in that. So I cannot thank you enough for taking time to share your story and share sisterhood purses with, with everyone. And I'm committed to helping you spread the word And you guys, her purses are amazing. I'm just going to (laughs) say they are, they are stunning. They are really stunning. And even so, you know, along with that, the good that it's doing for women that are surviving domestic or sexual abuse is incredible, incredible. So hope, thank you for who you be and for what you're creating and what you stand for. And thank you for sharing all of that today. Absolutely incredible. So I'm, I'm just so grateful that you were here and 
sharing the power of owning your story and turning it into purpose. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you. I I have really enjoyed being able to do this. Great. So remember, everyone, we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. And life is about knowing our passions, our purpose, values, and creating an impact in our life and the life of others. And who emerges from taking the lead in their lives, they're going to be authentic. They're going to be vulnerable. They're going to be courageous and full of compassion, service, and contribution. So remember, we get to trust that more will always be revealed as we move forward. So remember to take a pause and let go of worry, let go of doubt, let go of anxiousness, and live fully the best version of yourself. So for more resources, and if you have any questions or topics you want to address, please visit me at kellyjmobeck.com, and you can email me there with any questions or topics. We will take them on together. If you want to be a guest, let's connect. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. Please share this podcast with the people in your life, and let's, let's share that mission of hope that hope brought us today uh, with sisterhood purses and um, and let's take the lead together. So have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to be, take the lead and create a fantastic one. Thanks for listening today. I'll talk with y'all next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.